Peace and blessings to everybody out there in cyberspace. Wow. This is yours truly, the Dynamite King of Swing, Dave. So broadcasting live and direct from Moves Music in the heart of Little Five Points, Atlanta. And you are checking out the World Peace Podcast with Brother J. Mad. Dig? All right, we're here at World Peace Podcast. We're here at XOA Lifestyle. Little Five Points on the Extra Move Sound stage right now. World Peace Podcast, episode 70 with my guest Six Man. Yeah. Um, we rocking right now at six. We brought us some goodies and stuff. What's going on, man? How you doing? Everything good, man. You know, got an album out, The Fix. So, you know, we promoting real heavy. Album's doing uh, exceptionally well in the market. Got some goodies, guys. Yeah, bro. Art pieces, what I call them, man. Art no, pieces, bro. Real, man. So, tell me a little bit about the project. You dropped this in December, right? Yep, dropped that December. Just tell me a little bit about, let's start with the cover. I think that's, that's where we can start. Let's we'll start with the cover. I think that's really important place to start. How did you land on this for the cover of The Fix? Uh, just really, you know, witnessing and, and watching all the riots that, that was going on around the world. But just, you know, feeling what was going on in Atlanta this summer. And just, you know, working in the streets and in the field and actually feeling it and seeing it, you know, it, the fix kind of became something else, like fixing the fixing the world, fixing the broken industry, fixing the music. So that cover, I felt like, just symbolized just the whole, like just everything, like that we were feeling, that I'm feeling, the summer was feeling. So that's what that particular cover means, man. We call it the riot cover. Yeah, that's good. Man. Now, this is um, definitely that. This is definitely from this past year. Right, you know what I'm saying? No, that's from this summer. That's the actual image from when they was on top of that car getting busy. So let's get to it, man. We're here with Fix Man World Peace Podcast. Just for the people who don't know, man, we're just going to let you know we're here with a a great rapper right now. Um, He's making masterpieces. Why don't you tell the people who don't know already, just we're going to get everybody up to speed today. Like, where are you from? Where did everything start for you? Originally from Grand Rapids. Sure. Uh, a lot of dark men from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I don't leave nobody out. Um, so wow. we got a little lineage of, of, of music history from where we're from. Uh, I started in the late '90s when I first dropped a project called Who Am I. Mm-hmm. That project actually kind of landed me to regional success mm-hmm. over in Michigan, and which kind of we was laying the foundation of uh, pioneering Grand Rapids hip hop. Um, so that's where the foundation started from, man. So you're like a forefather of some of the sound coming out of Grand Rapids? Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. It's documented, so document. You can look that up. Something interesting that I did see about you is that you have one of the first songs to be streamed on the internet. Is that true? Back, back in uh, 98, 97. So this is before uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, any of that stuff. Um, this is when, like, you know, the internet was just kind of peeking around and streaming was kind of just peeking around. So we kind of had some of the, the first layers of getting some music streaming back at that time. So, yeah, yeah. Who were uh, some of your inspirations? Like, when you were back in Grand Rapids and you, saw, you thought about turning that pen to the pad and you thought about you were listening to artists even before you were rapping, like, who were just some of the, the people that you were, like, looking up to? Uh, just from like a, a Michi- Michigan standpoint, or just in so a, overall, overall, not just like overall. not so narrow, like with Michigan. So overall, overall. Yeah. So yeah, so for me it would have been like 
My biggest influences would be like the Wu Tang Clan. You know okay. what I'm saying? Biggest influences. So you can hear it in some of my music. Why would you? Why? Uh, cause that that's who we were drawn to uh, at a young age. And then we had somebody close to home that we could look at, like a lot of dark men. We could look at wow. and really follow what was going on, and we was already kind of equipped to that that whole sound. So when we was, you know, in the early teenager years of doing it, we was really emulating that sound a lot. So we was really following that whole woo movement. Even if, like I say, that you can hear it in my music today, bro. So. Yeah, man, them, th- th- those are my guys. Red Man would be the same. Scarface, um, Al Green, Temptations. You know, just being from that 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 fabric of Motown, being around you. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Red Man, those are you've been on tour with, right? Yeah, I've been on tour with him back in 2011. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Now, being from Jersey, you know, I'm just saying. You know, Word. Word. <laughs> what was that like rocking with Red Man? Um, game changing. Game changing and life changing for me, cause uh, I learned a lot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I sat back and I watched. I watched Red as a student, fully as a student, cause like I've been following, you know, mm-hmm. my whole my, my whole career doing mm-hmm. stuff. So, you know, just to be able to listen and to get feedback from him and to be able to roll and be in the van while he blazing up and DJ Dice is right here and I'm just sitting in the front and I'm just like, yo, Red is really getting ready to fire up and we rolling to the to the show out here in Paris. That, that, that type of stuff was like just surreal just to be into that moment but in watching him on tour bro it, it pushed my show game to be where it is today cause I you know I picked up a lot of stuff from watching him like okay we gotta do 30 to 45 the hour show that's how we gonna get paid on these festivals you know circuits and stuff like that so I picked up that and I was able to incorporate that and do those things and that it helped me for the better I feel so like so you worked on more material yeah is there was there a difference in the what was the difference in going like when you attack records after meeting Red Man after touring after doing a big festival tours like what was the how did you look at making a record after you did like a big festival as opposed to how you were making records before? Well, uh, I really got uh, defined in just kind of knowing what I needed to do musically. Um, there was no trying to search from that point and try to fit in and do records to, to fit in. I, I, from that moment, I knew to do me mm-hmm. and do what I do best because this is the level that it can be on. You know what I'm saying? So I, I started to attack records a lot more aggressively and really started to, to dive out into, you know, getting features on that type of level mm-hmm. and doing records with and stuff like that. Tell me about, um, because you had invited me, which I really do appreciate, you invited me to the Rock the House ATL edition. What, what, what was that? What, what kind of things did they got going on? Um, why was that, like, such an Because, um, you know, first off, Shabam Shadik, that's, that's family. Wow. Family, like, we've been on tour in Europe and um, shot videos and, you know, just overall friends mm-hmm. outside of that. So the reason why that was important, because it was the celebration of his anniversary for his barbershop, another black-owned business, mm-hmm. celebrating that. So that was important, just, you know, we wanted to make sure we had, you know, some media people in the, in the building. Um, Star was there, Indigo Phoenix, Elder Sensei was there. Yeah, some it was hot. We had the Junkies, ATL came out, we did the Cedric Casita joint with Afro and Kill. Streaming live. It was crazy. It was crazy. And that was the first time rocking since, like, February of 2020. Yeah, it was a nice, it was a nice vibe. Yeah, man, it was a vibe, man. Um, I don't know, 
else we want to talk about? Take me to the fix, man. What was on? Let's talk about the fix. What's one of your favorite records? One of mine is um the last track, last train to Belgium. What was like one of your? If you could mm. pick one, that was definitely one of my tracks. But the key, everything you were saying on there, it felt it was a nice closer. Yeah, yeah, that's real. That's real. It's a lot of story into that mm-hmm. that song. Nah, that's, that's what. It's a lot I mean. of story into that song. Man. Yeah, I figured too. We could talk about that too. For sure, for sure. Like my my my, my favorite joint off the album. It's hard to pick because they all mean something to me. But what I what you'll catch me with on rewind is like two tracks. It'd be like the God okay. and uh, Beyond Greatness. Okay. Them two you'll catch me like rewinding them like on the surreal. Yep, Tommy Van Moves. Why? Why we just pick one guy? And why him? Uh, Tommy Van Moves me time to, to now. We hadn't did a full project like we did at that time. When I was in Amsterdam, bro, I was literally on the streets with a backpack, walking through their central, and I was selling that greenhouse CD out the backpack. I was selling them in the coffee shops, uh, wherever I could, whoever I could catch. A lot of tourists come through, so I was just catching them all. So that particular album was very special to the people in Amsterdam. Like, I still got dudes that hit me in the email like look bro I still got that CD it's like wow you know what I mean so it was like Tommy bro I think it's time for us to get back and do a full body of work again and uh, feed those people because I was getting a lot of DMs with like bro I'm still playing the Greenhouse CD I'm like okay that was cool like I was so old I was okay it was cool still dope I respect but I'm like Okay, we back with another one. So that's why we did that. Me and him, and he grew so much over the time. I grew so much over the time. It was that time again, bro. It was that time. Yeah. I think um I think we're gonna play one of these records real quick. Let's do it. Um, we're gonna play Last Train to Belgium, Six Man, off the fix out right now. Just dropped that in December, so we're gonna rock that for the people right quick. Okay. Um, World Peace Podcast episode seventy, X Away Lifestyle. Little five points, let's go. Simple. It's like the lessons that you learn when you live in life. We build a pyramid wow. off our own images. Pop a pill, bitch, cause your mind limited. We in the game for real and you just scrimmaging. Searching for a reaction and I ain't listening. The dynamic of friendship can always change. When we ain't seeing eye to eye, the levels ain't same.
to speak and I don't really wanna. That shit hurt me to my soul. I had to let it go. Everybody invested, we all lost dough, but we don't air podcast. I was last trained in Belgium, six man, episode 70, World Peace Podcast, XOA Lifestyle. Right back at it, man. I love that song. That's a good one, man. I like that joint a lot. Um, tell me about um we talked a little bit about the touring. Yep. You know, we talked a little bit about the album. Um, tell me a little bit about um, me and DJ Premier. Again. <laughs> legend. Legend talk, right? right? Never, never mind you meant life-changing Was moment. that something that, like, I mean, I'm sure that's, like, a bucket list thing, but, like, how, like, you know? What was that like? Uh, surreal, but I felt I felt comfortable around him. Like, when we bumped into him, uh, he was down here for the Bumping Up show. He was performing there. That's what's up. And that whole night, like, was crazy. Bumping Up was in the Large Pro premiere. Uh, everybody was in there that night. So... We bumped into him, we sat down. I brought a couple cats from Michigan to meet him. Getting some of the gear from Michigan, you know what I'm saying? I'll just sit and talk with him uh, about a few records that I'm gonna be having coming coming his way. Mm-hmm. Those are some of the records that you hear spinning currently now. Oh wow. You know what I'm saying? And um, from that, when I went overseas last year to do a tour, they were doing the Gods of Rap tour. Mm-hmm. Him, Wu-Tang, De La Soul, yeah. uh, Public Enemy. So DJ Eclipse uh, from Rappers Out of Control put a call in the DJ premiere for me while I was out there, and I got on the guest list. The guys at Rap Tour and the fan, man. So those moments, bro, are surreal, man. Shout out to DJ. Wow. Shout out to DJ. Respect and love for all that, bro. Legend. Real super legend. Right there, man. How important as, a, um, as an artist wow. is it, has it been to invest in yourself? It's the most important thing. How much has it paid off for you? Tremendously, because, <laughs> because it, it, it'll walk you indoors <laughs> that, you know, other people might not have walked in, you know, so let's just say, like, invest into your, uh, like, your, like, your camera, you're mm-hmm. able to shoot your videos, mm-hmm. your visuals are able to look good, your pictures are able to look good, makes people take you serious, mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying, um, investing into having a home studio, we're able to shoot our records and, and work on them when we want to work on them, right. you know what I'm saying, right. so these particular things are, are important, investing into our merch. You know what I mean? Very important. It's profitable to you in, in your business. So those are the most important things. Who are um take me change it up? Who are some of your favorite like in the last who are some of your favorite projects or some of your favorite artists that are like out right now? Like, you know, the rock Marcy's and the uh, or, you know, Benny and them guys like that. Name it a couple of like yeah, yeah, like <laughs> like Westside, mm-hmm. uh, Benny, Rock Marciano. I'm liking what he do, Razzcast, I'm liking what he's doing. Yeah. I'm liking uh, what uh, El Decente does independently by himself a lot. Um, of course, I'd be bumping. Buster's album was Buster's crazy uh, uh, last year. What else was I bumping? A lot of underground stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what's my man name? Freddie Gibbs. I was Freddy's, on Freddie Gibbs yeah. a lot. Uh, Alchemist, mm-hmm. Evidence in them. Mm-hmm. Rock is real dope. Yeah. She down here, you know what I'm saying? So uh, another chick, Big, uh, Big Body Benz. From New York, she down here. Like, real dope artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check them out. Yeah, put me on real dope dope Yeah, man, that's what we listen to over here on the World Beach Podcast. Oh, yeah, Paul, right, Paul? Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> 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 I'm in the right place. Well, no, you're good, man. Um, tell me, uh, this is like a twofold question. So, like, you, you've worked with major artists already, but tell me what would be like a dream collaboration for you. And if not that, then tell me. What 
two artists that you like love haven't done a record together that you would love to hear on a record together? With myself? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay, that's easy. I would like, okay, boom. I would like to do a record, two artists, myself, mm-hmm. Method Man, Red Man, oh, Six Man. Man. I mean, that's, 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 that's it for me right there. <laughs> when that comes, that's it right there. That's it, man. Uh, the, the, the premiere thing, like. That was dope, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's hard to say. Oh, like, I would really like to, really like to work with yeah, Alchemist is having like a Not even a run this year. I think he's getting like his flowers this year. Because he's been out for a while. Yeah. So I just think he's getting like his roses and stuff like yeah. that. Um, so this... No, 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 no. This is my last question. This is my second last question. What are uh, some values that it takes for people to collaborate with Six Men? Like, what are some values you look for in... And this isn't just for artists. This is for like, you know, like... Like camera out, whatever. Like, what are the values you look for with the people when you bring them? When you want them to be on your team? That, that, that's a good question, though, because those are things that me and the team talk about, though. Like, why are we looking at artists and I be looking to see um, are they investing in themselves? Uh, did this particular artist like did they do they have merchandise? Mean do they brand themselves already? Um, are they hitting the road, moving outside of their comfort zone? Um, that's a biggie for me. Real big thing for me because a lot of artists get comfortable in a pocket where they're from. Like, I used to be a big local cat where I was from, mm-hmm. but I always was moving outside mm-hmm. the city because Come for back. the culture, you gotta move around. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, that's a very important thing for me that I look for. Um, and kind of not, not always who you work with. I don't really trip on if you work with big cats or not because I don't really go by that. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, are you dope? First of all, mm. like, am I just like, yo, do you stop? I'm like, yeah, that's, that's hard. You like, like the music. The music is hard. And then you can get into the other dynamics gotcha. about them, you know So first, the music. The music. First. First. And then we'll check some dynamics. But if the music bang, man, talk to me, man. Talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so this is a new question. Um, that, you know, you're the first person we, uh, you, we're trying this question out on. Okay. I'm just okay. saying. Okay, so if it go bad, forgive me. That's all I'm saying. Um, so look, describe the industry or the world as you see it right now, and describe it as how you would like to see it. See, I see the world is, uh, I can cuss? Yeah, yeah, yes. I see the world is really fucked up right now. I see the world needs a major fix, and not only by you just getting my album to fix, but it just needs a fix, period. For, for, for all of us, I see, uh, I'm tired of watching, you know, my people, you know, going through what they're going through, and myself as well, because I'm included in that, so it's, it's, it's all of us, and I'm tired of watching certain things, uh, us having to be in, in a hole, at the bottom of the totem pole all the time, but we deserve to be at the top or equal to anybody else, I'm tired of watching us having to fight all the time and kick and scream. Feel like I feel like a lot of things, bro. I feel like we need to really uh, protect our sisters more. And when I say that, like, like, bro, check it. I was in a, I was in a uh, Kinko's one day, man, and, and a brother came in. And it was a lady who could have been our auntie, bro. You feel me? First off, our elder. Yeah. You feel me? So, and he really was popping off at her like a lot. Man. This 
So in them moments right there, I'm like, bro, I really snapped at him. Like, bro, I'm really, I'm gonna really handle you because mm-hmm. first of all, that's the lady, and then that's one of ours, bro. Mm-hmm. And look at the way you're going at it, bro. So we gotta be able to stand, bro, and say something. Not always be in the corner looking with a camera on and watching and like, I don't know, I'm just from a different fabric yeah, and stuff. That's right. I just think different, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I, I just what I want and where I wanna see it go is that I wanna see it go into, you know, positive positive things, us being able to uh, arise to where we need to be uh, as a people. Um, the world just getting back to where we can move around again and do what we need to do to be profitable for our families and ourselves. Doing that, make sure you pick up the fix and you fix yourself and listen to some good music in the meantime Word. while we go through it. Hey, we got the little Vito fans, man. Like, yeah. we with it, man. Yeah. Nah, that's a really great, um, and I really like that answer. I'm glad that's the first answer to the first question that we ended with that. That's, that's tight, man. I really like where you're going with that. Um, this is this is it, man. That's all right, man. This has been the World Peace Podcast, episode 70, one man, six man. Make sure you go get the fix. It's out right now. Make sure you come down here. The X-Way Lifestyle, little five points, move music. We on the extra move sound stage. Get you a vinyl record. Get you a book. Get you some sunglasses. You know. But you gotta let me shout some people off before oh, we go. Oh my bad. Right? Okay, yeah, my bad. Bad love to the World Peace <laughs> Podcast. First of all, appreciate. It. <laughs> Make sure we support. Shout out to Extra Extraordinary Peril. Word. The store that we at. Word. Another black owned business. Let's I go. Shout him out. Word. Uh, I want to shout out, you know, my People Fist Coalition, my group from Michigan. Yeah. want to let people know to make sure they're checking them out too as well. Um, everybody that was involved in my album, Elder Sensei, General Steel, Jay Sada, Fist Coalition, DJ Mano, Tommy Benu. I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all. We actually get ready to go on tour this mm-hmm. spring uh, for the Fix Tour. We already got some dates we locking in, going over to Denver, Oklahoma. Uh, hopefully, we out here in Atlanta playing. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? Any bookers or anybody watching, man, we are available to play info at therealsixman.com. Word. Appreciate y'all to fix the story, man. Word, Word. man. I appreciate you for Word. coming through, man. It's been the World Peace Podcast. Appreciate you. Thank you. Wow. Word.